Hey, this is Keith Jones, the president of Hockey Operations of the Flyers. Hi, I'm Paul Holmgren. Hey, I'm Travis Konechny. Hi, this is Travis Sanheim. Hi, I'm Joel Farabee. Hey, I'm Scott Lawton. This is Dan Helfer. Hi, this is Bob Clark. And you're listening to Snow the Goalie. 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 Oh, yes! Ladies and gentlemen, it's just how he drew it up. I will point out, I'm the only one who picked the Flyers to win. I have now pulled into within one point of Anthony and our unofficial scoring. The three stars are being announced right now. Sean Couturier, Travis Sanheim, who's going to be number one? Got to be Bobby Brink. Got to be Bobby Brink. Ladies and gentlemen, the Bobby Brink game. I think we can officially call it the Bobby Brink game. The breakout. The Brink game. The Brinkout game. The Brinkout. <laughs> the Brinkout game. Well, anyway, like, welcome into the Press Row Show post-game. That's Bundy. I'm Russ. Anthony has decided that he's going to try to use technology from the bowels of the Wells Fargo Center. We'll see if it works later. He's trying to procure a player for a post-game interview. We'll Take, see We'll see if he succeeds. Taking our technology to new heights here tonight on the post-game show. By the way, we, we have another camera that apparently we're going to have for Saturday's game. Oh, wow. It's not going to you know have like the laggy thing, yep. so we'll see. Okay. We'll see if it works. But in the meantime, we can talk about the game that just happened. And the Flyers, um, look, I, I think that we talked during the second intermission about what could happen, what could go wrong for the Flyers in the third. And the, the big thing that you pointed to yep. was Minnesota was going to play desperate hockey. But in doing so, they were going to leave themselves open for potential chances going the other way. And that pretty much played out to a T in that third period. It did. And I think the Flyers did exactly what we said they didn't want to do. We knew Minnesota would have a push in the early third and come out, probably got reamed by their coach, and they said, it's time to wake up, boys. Yeah. They scored two quick goals. But what's impressive is the fact that the Flyers the Flyers um, were able to respond to in this hockey game tonight yeah. and really come back. I mean, when you're down 3-2 and you see the way the Flyers played, this this assembly room was awesome tonight. Like, it's it's unbelievable. So what I love though is they responded again, right? Yeah. Down 3-2, yep. uh, they're up 3-2, and then all of a sudden Minnesota with a lot of momentum, and that Owen Tippett gets a breakaway, makes yep. it 4-2, and the Flyers really never look back. Brink gets another one, Travis Sanheim gets, uh, makes it 6-2 Flyers, and that's the final in the game. Brink, yes, first star, no-brainer. Yep. Uh, he's been all around it all year, and it's just a matter of him really capitalizing, getting to the net, and he did that tonight, rewarded for it. Uh, he's a player, and he certainly has, has uh has shined brightly uh, in the young flyer season. He's you know he's a guy that you got now as a real asset. And you want to continue to watch his development, see how he does. Yeah. Um, we want to get to some of the questions, comments, and concerns because we yep. had we had some people predict. You know, in the uh, we had people predict last intermission who was going to score or two intermissions ago, and then we had this Cliff. Cliff checked in at 9:21. Said Tippett's the next to score his first of the season. Then Forrester got the Tippett goal. That was that was impressive. Uh, Hunter Mikos right after that said, I think Tippett or Tyson get their first goal of the season in the third. And then I think during the run of play, uh, we had another commenter check in. And where's he at? Right here. Tip needs one by Emil Krzyzewski. Uh, so uh, let us know. All of, all of you wonderful people out there listening to Good the to show. Good to see guys get goals. Because what it is, we said this before, when a winger or a guy's not scoring... It can really weigh on a player, no matter how yeah. your team is playing. So it's good to see guys that have been around it yeah. capitalize tonight finally and score goals at first of the season. So that's a big thing. Yeah. Um, we got a lot of people checking in here. I want to make sure. And it's, it's funny. Nobody can see this. But right now we have the behind the scenes of uh, 
It's not only Anthony down there right now. It's intern Andrew who is yeah. going to try to make this technology thing work, a potential interview at some point. And um, we get to see the behind the scenes. I'm looking at feet right now, which is not not what we're looking for. We'll see. Uh, we still anyway. got shoes on. <laughs> we don't need Rex Ryan checking in no, on, the, on this stream, do we? <laughs> he likes those big toes. Um, let's see. This this is something that I saw a bunch of people commenting about during. It, it is kind of cool. We had people on the live stream during the intermissions, or sorry, during the run of play, where we had the game center up, people who couldn't access the ESPN stream, so they yeah. were following the stats. And there was a really good conversation going on, especially on YouTube between people. But Tom Meissner brings this up, to think Briere was going to give Sanheim away. Thank you, Krug. This goes back to that failed trade um, with St. Louis about Tory Krug going or coming to the Flyers. Sandheim going out there before the no movement clause kicked in. Yeah. And and when you when you think back to a season ago when Sandheim got that massive deal from the former president of Hockey Ops here, um, that we all kind of gave a sideways glance at, Krug vetoed the deal, and now you see the way that Sandheim's playing, and we mentioned before, he's he's not a bona fide number one, but he certainly looks more confident. He looks like the guy he did two, two and a half seasons ago, gets a nice goal there in the third, certainly going to be something he can build uh, confidence on. What I like about Sanheim is the fact that he uh, he responded. And, um, you know, I mean, anybody that went through kind of the summary went through, told him that, you know, listen, we, we're trying to move you, and uh, you have to be totally honest with the guy. But he's yeah. responded well. Uh, he's played good hockey here early in the year. It's not been perfect, but it's been good. And the Flyers, you know, as a result, I mean – they're playing good hockey right now, and, and he's been a big part of it. You know, just need somebody to calm things down. And listen, they don't have a lot of other guys back there. That yeah. Except for Ristolainen has been in the lineup. He's been out hurt. So that gives Sanheim an opportunity, I think, to step up and, and take charge a little bit and say, you know, whatever happened in summer, fine, but I'm going to prove to you guys that I'm a good player, that I'm worthy of being here, and that uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to prove to you that you made the wrong call. And so that's all you can do. All he can do is go play hockey, be a good player, be a good teammate, and it certainly appears that he's done that from the get-go. I want to ride the wave of positivity here for a little bit because, as we've said a million times, rebuilding team, we don't think that they're going to be a playoff team or a bubble team. So let's enjoy some of the positivity while we can. Like, let's enjoy moments like this. Bobby Brink gets two goals tonight. Let's go out to the comments real quick. Raymond Supper, impressive how when adversity hit early in the third, they turned it around. Signs of maturity, I think, is, is fair, especially for such a young team. And to piggyback on that, Solar Warden checks in. The old Flyers would cave when Minnesota made their push. This team feels different. They, they well, they have they have a good work ethic, and you know, and, and again, you know, talking to people last week, they like each other. And believe me, I've been on teams where you when you really love going to the rink, you love being with those guys in the locker room. And believe me, it makes a difference how you perform on the ice. You got guys in the room that are dragging it down, or you're, you're going in, and you don't even realize it sometimes that that's what is happening in a locker room. And sometimes when you take that out of there and you just let a young team grow together, you can find that there's a lot of positives and a lot of synchronicity between those guys. So they're doing good things. Listen, there's going to be nights where they're going to have a lead like that and they're, they're, going to, they're going to give it up. Like, that's the way it goes. It's not always going to work out where the other team takes momentum and the Flyers immediately go score three goals back yep. and, and cap off a 6-2 victory. This was well played. They're playing good hockey and they're earning the points that they're getting. People are really happy for Brink. We have BP yeah. checking in. Good for Brink. To see the joy on his face was awesome after that first one. By the way, uh, you, you showed the clip to, uh, to Ant up here. 
about torts with the guy with the the yeah. muppet with the the puppet behind behind. Yeah, he's like some kind of clown puppet or did something. Do we, we almost see a smile out of uh, Tortorella no. on the bench in the middle in the midst <laughs> of the game? I don't know if he knew the guy. I mean, the guy looked like he might have been deep in a couple, uh, yeah. you know, maybe a couple tall boys beforehand. And uh, you know, when you put a mask on like seven, that, unless the seven thirty start, you uh, you know, you own it. Um, so <laughs> I don't know what just happened. I think I think the Bucks just scored a buzzer beater to beat the Sixers. We just had a bunch of people up here at the sports book uh, crowded around a TV. Everybody's uh, piling out. They got a double dose tonight, Russ. They got the Flyers win, and then they got to see the Sixers cover. <laughs> <laughs> we are in the Bet River Sports Book. Well, so. no, we're in the sports book. We don't say the name. They don't sponsor the show. Okay. So we are in we the, are sports, in the book. sports book. The okay. generic sports book. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I think that, that might have been a buzzer beater. All right, anyway. Uh, Zach O says, so happy for Brink. Can't wait to see how he grows moving forward. Um, let's get to the, and I, I want to touch on this, and then we're going to go. We're gonna, it's, it, this is going to be a very quick conversation because we don't want to get bogged down with this because it's been, it's been such a talking point. Um, there are people questioning uh, how you put Morgan Frost back in, given how this team is playing. We, we would probably think that there's a chance that, like, Saturday, maybe you, you look to give it a look, but do you? I mean, if, if you're torts right now and your team is playing this way, do you put Morgan Frost in for the sake of trying to get him some time, or do you just keep rolling with this until the wheels fall off? Well, I mean, they lost the other night, and I would have thought this was the night they came back in, only because you look for an excuse to get a kid back in that hasn't played, and I would have thought that was it coming back from Vegas, especially a tired team. You get a fresh set of, a fresh set of legs in there that hasn't played. Um, I, you know, again, if I'm the coach... I'm looking for a way to get him back in the lineup. You can't have someone like that that you just paid in the summer as a guy that's, that's scored and you obviously see, see value in. I mean, they did pay him. It's a bridge contract, but at the same time, you signaled to him that he's an important part of your team. I can't imagine that they want him sitting out long, but at the same time, they're going to have to find a way for them to get him in because... One thing I'll tell you with certain coaches, you don't want to disrupt the chemistry when things are going good. Yeah. Um, a lot of people also noting here that apparently on the ESPN telecast, if you were able to find it on ESPN Plus tonight, um, that they were giving Sanheim a lot of props for his play tonight. Yeah, and, and why not? Like, he played yeah. a good hockey game. So you got to, you know, you, you got to hand uh, the compliments and, and give a guy, uh, uh, you know, kudos when he deserves it. He did. He played a good game tonight. Like, he's... Yeah. Again, he's not. He's playing against other teams' top lines. He's um, clearly content doing that right now. Yeah. It has doesn't look like it's been too much for him, and I think that's that's a good thing to see. You know, I mean, and again, he's carrying a young guy, you know, with him. So to try to get that job done, there's going to be nights where it doesn't work. There's yeah. going to be nights where teams are going to come in here or they're going to go out on the road, and teams are going to have their way some nights, but. The way they're going right now, effort's going to carry you a long way, and that's why I think that this team, the way they're going, as hard as it's going to be to play like this every single night because they're structured to put the work in at both ends, that's a very, very taxing way to play. But it's a winning way of hockey, and if you can sustain it, they're going to give themselves a chance on a nightly basis. There are people, I think, joking now, Frost for Pinto, because, you know, we, as we've been saying, you know, Frost. Frost is up to five scratches in a row. Could he get to 41? Pinto suspended for 41 <laughs> games. We talked pregame, and I guess it's probably fair now to, to bring this back up, that Ottawa was the team that was uh, 
in conversations or that the Flyers were engaging about a Morgan Frost deal. And at the time, if you remember a, a few weeks ago when there were rumors around a Pinto and around uh, Joseph, that Joseph would be the salary that could potentially get moved in a deal, and there was a thought, and I think it's probably fair to say now, could they have looked, could the Flyers have looked to maybe trade an asset along with a Morgan Frost for a guy like Pinto, who's 22, who's somebody that I think across the, the league, if you probably gave every GM a vote, uh, at least 90% of them would probably take Pinto over Frost. Pinto suspended 41 games. Very strange scenario there, by the way. Uh, facts are still coming out about it. Looks like he was not betting on hockey, which is obviously important. I think if he if he had been, he would have been out for the rest of the year, uh, if not if not given a much more severe ban. Half the season, though, is, is something. Um, I just don't know where you go with Frost. I don't know where I don't know where you go with him at this point. Um, they, they're they're obviously like again. I don't know how much of this was baked into the cake going into the season. I just, I don't know. You know, to me, it looks like in a lot of ways, however they discussed player personnel, it looks and it sure seems like Morgan Frost was the, always the outsider. Yeah. Um, even though they paid him because they knew they had an asset. He scored. They did take a long time to sign him. In they, fairness, like that, that, that well, contract. They took a long time to so- sign Cates, too, though. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, again, you know, you get a new GM in there, and you're trying to make sure you're doing your due diligence, you know, yeah. with Danny. So, uh, they, they took their time getting guys signed, and that's okay. You know, I mean, that's fine. That's the way negotiations go sometimes, and until both sides reach a, a party where they're happy uh, on both sides. So, that got done. But, you know, I think I saw one comment in there. Um, for us, for Pinto, it's a safe bet. That's pretty good. Where's that one out there? Um, we are not making a joke of the severity of a player betting on games we as just... we sit in the sports. <laughs> By the way, I will point out there was somebody who who pointed out a little bit of hypocrisy oh, around you, that. You did disgusting uh, of hypocrisy about you know Pinto gets himself suspended for forty one games for betting on sports, presumably, reportedly not the NHL, but he's playing on a team where there's a logo of a sports betting company <laughs> on the helmet. This is like, and we will eventually get into this, I think, on the, on the regular show on Snow the Goal, the Only Flyers podcast. We'll talk about this at some point. But there is a certain, there, something has to happen. Something has to break at some point with one of these leagues. With, like, there, the- Ten the, NFL the, players are suspended. Yeah, like, from- <laughs> this is going to continue to happen. And every sports league now has multiple sports betting partners. Yes, well, that, that's okay. So, I, yeah, again, I don't want to change the subject because yeah. we're talking about the great flyer win tonight. But great win. Um, young guys um, do dumb things. Yes. All right. And, and when you're 21 or 22 and you got a pretty healthy bank account, you're going to look for competition away from the rink. Yep. That's why so many guys gambled. That's why Michael Jordan would bet $1,000 a hole or 10000 a hole in golf, or as yep. so the story goes. Because it's a competition thing. Yeah. I don't think it's it. But, you know, obviously with this situation, I hope if he's got an issue, get help. Um, the league seems certainly determined to lay out that 41-game uh, suspension. Uh, and then they said he didn't bet on hockey. But there had to be something that they knew and dug into. Yeah. And so, I, again, I don't I don't know the situation. It's it's bizarre. Um, it's Ottawa. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. My hometown. But. Yeah, it's just it's a whole it's a really bizarre situation, and um, I I just don't know what to make of it. But as as I was saying, 
the amount of partnerships that these sports leagues have with these gambling companies, I mean, is just insanity, right? I mean, it's all over the place. So, you know, you're seeing it, you're getting brainwashed with the thoughts and and looking at it, and, you know, it's part of what it is. I want to let people know, because we've we've now reached the highest number that we've had uh, so far tonight on live stream. Stick around, because um, the rumor is that Anthony Sanfilippo has gotten quite the interview. Good. That we're going to try to throw to down outside of the locker room at some point here very shortly. I can promise you it's somebody that you're going to want to hear from. So if you're watching right now on YouTube or on X slash Twitter or on Facebook, uh, share the link to Flyers fans in your life because you're not going to want to miss who's going to be coming up. I don't want to give any hints because there's always a chance that things can go sideways. It's one thing about the locker room and about post game, right? About the, the availability of players. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you're told like, oh, this guy's going to come out and then like, he doesn't. Yeah, you know the, the old captain didn't like to come out and talk to the media. <laughs> or when just he did, let that go. You know I'm what? Just, just... There's certain guys like when I used to do between the benches on TV, as part of the main broadcast or radio. So the rules were always if if a bad loss, we just never got a player. Yep. Nobody wants to talk. Uh, yep. Games like today, but I'll tell you what, the players I dealt with were just unbelievable to be able to give us their time and stuff. And uh, uh, no different with Snow the goalie, as we are very much part of uh, what the team's doing, and we can't wait to get uh, Anthony. If this thing works, I'm looking forward to seeing how this thing goes, Russ. And what I will promise people is, if the tech stinks, if the audio is laggy or crappy or the video is choppy, we're going to throw it back to us, and then Anthony's going to record it locally, and then we'll pull it back up. If it's not on the post-game show, it'll be on the YouTube channel. We want to try to make it go live. We want to try. But Anthony sprung this on us uh, just before the game that he wanted to try this today. Did we test it? No. He's, he's, do, we have a, do we have a history of testing out technology well ahead of time? No, we do not. No, we don't. If you've been watching the Press Row show since like 2018 or 2019, <laughs> you'll know. But usually it's my fault. But in this case, it's Anthony's fault. And we're not going to let him live it down. We're not going to let him spin out of this. The way he's, that he's been trying to spin out of uh, his Phillies takes. He, but it's the, fine. The Philly stuff was amazing to watch him take care of that. Tweeting yeah. away, and then all of a sudden we just lost him at like 9.45 yeah. in Game 7. <laughs> Disappeared. Yeah. I think he's getting it over it, though. I think he's getting over it I think, yeah. you know, he, he was a little bit more upbeat tonight. I yeah. think that this is his, his way of processing <laughs> the loss in Game 7 and his way of healing is by trying to throw a tech curveball into the Press Row Show postgame. Look at him. We do. You guys, you guys can't see it right now. I don't want to pull it up because of where he's at right now, but, like, he – he looks like he's thrilled. He's checking his phone. He's trying to look like uh, like a Schefter, right? Like he's getting his uh, last-minute breaks here. He is. So we are waiting for Anthony. But you know what? I, again, when you just go back, Russ, this is the team, the way they're playing. And, again, when you look at the way the Flyers oh. are set up. Oh, it looks like he might be ready. He's going? Okay. I we'll think talk he, about I it think, after. I think he might be ready. Let's go to some comments really quick here uh, until – they come back online. We love having comments because this is very interactive with yes, the fans, and we exactly. want you guys to comment. If it's a, a no question, more, comment, whatever it is. There was no more interactive pre-game intermission and post-game show than the Press Row Show. Everyone knows that. Um, Seth checks in and says, Mishkov and Gautier on the way. Thumbs up. Um, Bundy's the best. Met him at the carnival last oh, year. Thank awesome you. guy. Appreciate that. So, um, Let's see. <laughs> There, there have been people, I think, who uh, are maybe hold. I, I'm trying to figure out what. Anthony's There's a good doing. one there. Look at this from Matt uh, Matthew Bennett. You're talking about again, just about Frost again. Is there any been anything s- uh, said about Frost being scratched? You know what? That's the part I think a lot of people are figuring out. And that's what I was just talking about. Is was it baked in already? You know, did he have such little rope that one bad game or one and a half bad games was going to wind him up in the press box? 
All right, that's here. a good question. All right, here we go. We're going to try to throw Let's it try. down here. What that, what that feels like to finally be able to get that first goal in, at this level. Yeah, it's a pretty special moment. Uh, I mean, you worked so hard and uh, so many people sacrificed to get you here to this level and uh, score a goal and watch it go in. is It's a pretty cool feeling. But you don't just get the one. You get two. So it's like a real, like it's a cherry on top of the Sunday. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was a great pass by, by Joel there. Uh, put it right on my tape, wide open net. Uh, uh, it's an easy goal, and it's just a great play by him. We, we've been talking, we were talking about you a little bit pregame and just about how you've kind of burst onto the scene, kind of surprised some people this year. Can you talk us a little bit about what your offseason was like to kind of come in and, and kind of make the statement that you've made? Yeah, I spent a lot of time here. Uh, I mean, uh, working out with the strength guys and uh, skating with the dev guys and uh, they did a great job with me. They did a great job with a lot of guys, and I'm feeling good coming into the season. Uh, I feel like I improved uh, in the weight room and on the ice, and I think uh, uh, it's helped uh, me make the team. You talked a little bit earlier this week, I think it was earlier this week, about Beezer and how important of a, of a teammate he has been to you. And, of course, he gets to set you up on that second goal. Can you just kind of talk a little bit about your relationship with him and how he's kind of become almost like not a role model per se, but, but kind of like a big brother in a, in a sense? Yeah, I played with him before a little bit, and I uh, uh, kind of became friends with him there. And, uh, I mean, he's played a lot of games in the league already for such a young guy, and uh, he's kind of a guy that's taken a lot of the young guys in and uh, been a leader for all of us and uh, still relates to us because he's uh, kind of the same age. And uh, just it's he's been really good to a lot of the young guys. When you look at what you guys, how you guys have played, of the seven games, I'd say six of them really, really strong games. What's working for this team right now that maybe has kind of surprised a lot of people? I mean, I think we just got a really tight group and a group that sacrifices for each other and uh, goes out and everyone's just trying to do whatever they can to help the team win, and it's led to a lot of success for us. Great. Bobby Brink, thank you for joining us here on Snow the Goalie. We'll catch you next time. Good luck the rest of the way. Thank you. Yeah. Bobby Brink, two-goal game. Yeah. And, and where did he go? He came to the press row show. I mean, he, he, he came to the press row he show. He came to the press row show because, as everyone knows, it's the number one pregame intermission and postgame show. Although, pregame with you on the radio. We, lo- we love Bundy. We love Bundy. But, <laughs> but the intermission. Yeah, I wear two hats. Show. And you know what? I love everybody I work with. You know what? Do the pregame with J- Jason Smitty. And I come back to what is now home. Yep. Snow the goalie. Uh, I love. There was a comment over here that was fantastic uh, while this was happening. Snow the goalie has officially more coverage than ESPN. That's what we're here for. <laughs> that is what we're here we for. We are here for that. Like, oh. there's no coverage tonight. Where are you going to get post game tonight? That's exactly right. Turn in the only great post game show you're going to press find. row show. Yep. Uh, do us a favor out there. If you if you enjoyed that, you can let us know. You can message us. You can tweet at us. You can send us an email. Snow the goalie at gmail.com. But I, I like this. I like this uh, this little tech setup that Anthony came up with. I'm actually, I will say right now on the stream, I am proud of Anthony. I'm proud of Anthony, too, because I th- thought that he might have muffed this thing up pretty good. And, nope. and he stood there. and You know, he had perfect social distancing from, from Bob, too. Thank and uh, Yeah, you got to make sure. Yeah, you like, gotta, yeah, you don't good. need Anthony breathing on you. Let's do something that we hadn't done last game. Uh, because the Flyers are on the beginning of a four-game homestand. This yes, was one tonight. So let's tee up Anaheim a little bit next game. Okay. Um, that's a winnable game again. But again... You look at Anaheim, they are they were one of the worst teams in the league last year. They got they ended up picking second in the draft. They are definitely in a rebuild, and I'm not sure who they know who they are. Yeah. So that'll be uh, another game, one o'clock uh on Saturday uh, afternoon. Uh that's also the dedication for our my longtime friend, a friend of everyone, Zach Hill, is getting the meal room in the that's lounge new. downstairs. So really cool. Yeah, I'm gonna be the here for room. that. 
Yeah, and so the, uh, Anaheim comes in. And again, this is a team that if the Flyers continue to play the way that they're capable of playing, that's another two points. But again, you don't take your foot off the pedal and take anybody lightly because that's when you can find yourself in trouble. They have to play the way continually uh, that the way they're playing right now and they'll continue to accumulate points especially early in the year. Zach Weeks says uh he really wanted to hear Stephen A's take on the four check. Give us Stephen A's don't, don't, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> there is no way that Morgan Frost. No, we're not going to do that. We're uh, not doing that tonight. Uh, <laughs> I, I love when, when the people in the comments, by the way, tell tell everyone like what they're supposed to do. We hit, need to hit, just hit the explain like this again, please. Oh, yeah, this is important. Okay, so. Matthew Bennett, are there more Bundy bombs during a win or a loss? There's So just so everybody understands, and I, I the Bundy bomb comes out when we are not doing the press row show. Yes. If that makes any sense, because yes. we are, you know, technically we're a professional brand representing the team for post games and Snow the goalie. So the Bundy bomb will usually always be part of the main thing as long oh, sure. as I can get ticked off enough we at have, something and throw it out there. We have beautiful language in our contract and our partnership with the Flyers. We do. That allows us to maintain the same level of decorum and language and hilarity that we've always grown accustomed to providing. Yes. But the Press Row Show is the one where they said, please just don't. They, so, they, so they we, asked very nicely. So they and did. The, and, they did. Uh, it's also and, in that contract. But... And, the Bundy Bombs are allowed for uh, the morning after show when yes. we do the road the road game recaps. Yep. And for uh, for the regular Snow the Goalie podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Um, all right, let's go. Lee Carrasso checks in. We love Lee. Lee's Lee C., who yeah. leaves a, a new Apple podcast review after every episode. Awesome. Thank you, I don't Lee. know if that screws up the algorithm. Lee, we might have to talk at some point. If I find out that that actually hurts us in Apple Podcasts, you can send us an email. But for now, you know, you, you keep doing you, honey boo-boo. Um, ML says, better than most Eagles press conferences audio. Look at that. Look at us. Besides the podcast already being the best in Philly, this show and format are working toward the same stature. I appreciate that. Thank you. We do, Tom. You, you rock. All you, all, you, all you beautiful people. The Buttes. Do we just start calling the Snow the Goalie listeners the Buttes? We, we could do that. I think we could. They are great listeners. And, you know, they're up here packed. And, you know, what's funny is, is I, you know, I played here a long time, like almost 12 years. <laughs> a yeah. long time in this town. And and I walk up on the on the press, you know, up here on the balcony, and I get more mm-hmm. people talking about Snow the goalie. Like that's amazing. Like yeah. I love that. And so there's passion about the current team, uh, current state of the team, and that makes me happy because it it means that people are talking about Flyers hockey again, in a good light. Crosby, Malkin, and Ovechkin are getting old. Flyers will be the team soon. Let's let's just think about that. When you look at timelines, and you look at especially the 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 Met, right? That might not be that far off. Well, it, there's it, always the changing of the guard. There is, but you know what? There's a lot of other people are going to say the changing of the guards happening in New Jersey. It's happening with the Rangers. Yep. You know, other teams are getting better too, and that's a good thing. You yep. know, you want that good competition. But there's guys like Jack Hughes in New Jersey have changed. You know, changed the, the face of their team in terms of Dougie Hamilton defense. There are good teams that are coming up together, and that's why as you go through it and you look at a lot of the young guys, you have. Um, in the organization, that's only going to add to the fray by getting adding that top-end draft skill. Tom gives you a shout-out and says, you're the reason that uh, he found Snow the goalie. And, Tom, we appreciate you. We hope oh, that you, thank you, Tom. Yeah, anybody, you, you know, every but, listener we have is amazing. And, you know, I mean, they put good stuff out. We have good questions, good discussions. Scott says that we should be called that the listener should be called the snowflakes. Oh yeah, you know what? That's good. But no, you guys are not snowflakes. That's like true. We yeah. don't have snowflakes listening Bundy's to this. Bundy's Buttes. 
I want to. Yeah, I want to get people. Team, I want people to or no, but it's fine because you're the butte. Um, we need to like get a, a snow the goalie section at a game, and like you know how the Phillies have you know they used to have like Sal's pals for Sal Fasano with the pizza box. Yeah, we need Bundy's buttes. I think that's a great I, idea. I would. I'm and I'm telling you, like as we get through the year and the team continues playing like they are, I would love like to have this area here as the snow the goalie area, just have fans come, you know, just talking to us, letting us know what's on their mind about the game. Um, Comments, concerns, mm-hmm. things that are excite them. Yeah. So, I mean, and we're getting that. There's a lot of great reception up here. Dr. Panglass checks in. I'm pretty sure Dr. Panglass lives out on the West Coast. Okay. Says that we're informative, funny, and crazy. Love the show. Yeah. John, with a nice nice word about the uh, the interview. I'm w- like, I feel like we have to wait for Anthony to come up here so that we can publicly acknowledge. His head is already going to be huge that he pulled it off. Yes. Right? And I'm a little bit worried that if we compliment him on the live stream, that his head won't fit through the uh, elevator doors. But I feel like, you know, we also have to give some credit here to intern Andrew. Oh, he's unbelievable. Because without intern Andrew, that doesn't happen. That was a a two-phone setup. Tell you what, he's up here every night. Every night. Prepared, organized, it gets done. He's a dynamite guy. And you know what? And he makes uh, a guy like Anthony look pretty smart, too. Yeah. That's That's hard. Uh... (laughs) Fantastic way to follow a game. Lightning should look into the presentation and put a code to work on it. Um, the snowballs, says Scott. That's another one. Yeah, I like the, that. The Buttes line, says the Markster 68. Love Snow the Goalie and Press Row Show, says Andy all weekend. I love this. A lot of positivity here. Good stuff. Hey. T- t- you know what? One thing I know, when the team wins, as both a player, a broadcaster, and a podcaster, it's always better in Philadelphia, no matter what, when their yeah. sports teams are doing well. That's why the two-day hiccup we've had with the Phillies was just a disaster. I mean, it's, you know, we've seen these. I've been parts of, I call them chokes. We had a coach tell us we choked once. Yeah. But that's how much people care about sports in this town, and they wear it on their sleeve. Philly fan asks if this is usually 85% self-congratulatory and 15% recap. It is. 65-35 usually, but that's, That's pretty fair, yeah. Yeah. But we appreciate the great comments. We do actually do a lot of hockey talk. Usually there's a lot of hockey talk, but we are going to like absolutely give ourselves yeah. a lot of kudos. Here we like hockey talk, out. but we, we get a lot of good comments. And if we're talking about what we're going to name our followers, I mean, I think that's fair. a worthy discussion. Totally totally fair. Sure. By the way, we will be back on Saturday for um, the 1 o'clock start. Don't forget, it's a 1 o'clock start yeah. on Saturday. It's mm-hmm. an afternoon game. We'll be here. And as you mentioned, they're going to be uh, dedicating the press room downstairs to Zach Hill, just very cool. Yep. Fantastic. Easily one of the best people to ever work in communications PR for. That's why they won uh, the Dillman Award every year yep. repeatedly for, uh, you know, for having an amazing public relations staff. Zach's one of the best. Looking forward to that day and looking forward to being back in the rink again on a nice, uh, I love I love Saturday afternoon games, one o'clock, and I know the fans do too. Like To me, that's been part of the lore of the team. Yeah. Those afternoon games on Saturday are just dynamite. It gets you get the family down here. You get a lot of people enjoying it, looking to get out after the games. They're the best. Yeah, come on down. We'll see you at. Well, we'll be on. I'll be on. We'll be down here twelve thirty. You guys be on. 12, I will be twelve thirty. We'll go live with the press row show pregame. You'll be on the radio. Yeah, it's I'm, not a competition. It's not a competition. You can always listen to Bundy on the radio, and then while the first period's happening, come back and listen to the press row show. Yep, or vice versa. You know, you, you do you. Yep. We're not going to wait for Anthony. I think it's time no. to go. Good we night. Will, but again, we'll be back Saturday. Uh, make sure, if you haven't done so already, hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the YouTube channel. That channel keeps growing, which I yep. I really do appreciate. Uh, and then make sure that you share 
the show, let somebody in your life who's a Flyers fan know about the Press Row Show, about Snow the Goal, the only Flyers podcast. For Bundy, I'm Russ. For Anthony, where he is, and intern Andrew, thank you to everybody who joined us tonight. We will talk to you all again on Saturday.